0: Good afternoon good evening i'm talking in the mic because the mic needs talking to i'm so grateful and uh appreciative for uh anybody to be listening at any time and to be watching maybe you're watching maybe you're listening right down the road it's pastor jarvis this is the takeaway podcast and um it's been a while since it's just been me so <laughs> That's who you got, little old me. That's how my God sister say, "Little old me, you got little old me today." And but but I have a topic that uh is my bread and butter. I have a topic that uh I stand on and believe in. I want to talk about relationship shifting today. I want to talk about how relationships need to shift. Relation shifts. Relationships need to Shift. A uh, shifting needs to happen. True story. True story. When I first learned how to drive, uh, I learned how to drive on the stick shift. Show sure did. And uh because I learned how to drive on the stick shift, the reality is um like I wasn't good at it initially. I was not good at it because uh it was this crazy chemistry that had to happen with the clutch and the gas, you know, and the gear, and I had to do all of this stuff, you know, and everything had to work in balance or in pace for it to work correctly. And if I would give it too much gas, or if I wouldn't push the clutch all the way in, or if I wouldn't, you know, shift the gear right, then that thing just wouldn't work and I would find myself on the side of the road just hooking and bucking. That's right, just hucking and bucking. And I think there are a lot of relationships that are dealing with this. And I'm not limiting this talk to uh, a husband and a wife. I'm talking about a mother and her daughter. I'm talking about a father and his daughter, a father and his son. I'm talking about even with siblings, even with those who have best friends and um, and that type of thing. So so I want to I want I want to throw out some stuff here. I wrote some stuff down. I want to throw out some stuff here because I think it's very important that we all understand that even in good relationships there's going to be some drifting. There's some drifting that's going to happen. So every now and then, right, we're not gonna be on point. Every now and then, we're gonna take each other for granted. Every now and then, we're not gonna consider how it affects the other person. Relationships be drifting. They be drifting. You be in school, you raising the kids, you getting promoted at work, you, you know, you doing this in the church now, you with the Lord. You with the Lord now, but you still need to have sex with your husband. You get what I'm saying? Like, like go to church, but y'all need to be at each other too, though. I mean, like, you really need to do this. Like, relationships be drifting. And we be trying to blame, oh, I didn't gain this weight. Oh, I'm tired. Nah, bruh. Nah, sis. Then we drifting because we not investing the way we needed to. We're not the same no more. We didn't grow up. We don't like to hang out all night no more. We don't like to do the things we used to do. We didn't grow up, but some of us still act like we in college. And the problem is the relationship have drift because all we have in common is what we always had in common. And now we need to develop some new streams. Now we need to develop some new opportunities. Now we need to try and be something different. We need to work on being good fathers together because we daddies now. We're not Jits no more. We need to work on being better brothers together now because we're big brothers now. We're not the little brother anymore. We need to work on credit and work on stuff. And the relationship is drifting because somebody want to play and somebody want to be grown. The relationship is drifting because now we haven't paid attention as siblings to our parents. And we put all of the weight on one sibling to take care, of, to take care of the parent when they're not the, When this one child is not the only child. And somebody lives out of town and somebody lives in town and we expect people. This is what we do. This is what we did in my family. They don't do it in your family because your family perfect. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna just ride out here for a minute because we expect People to do things we did not require. We expect people to do stuff that they know they should do because we would do it, but they're not true. The relationship has drifted because we were fake and we were flawed and we got mad and we didn't even tell people. How many people aren't getting along? How many families are damaged because of something somebody did that they didn't even know was a factor? We drift, we drift. But it, but but we need to learn how to shift. We need to learn how to apologize, yes. But in addition to that, it goes it goes so much deeper. And I'll, I'll just throw out a few of these because 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 when there's longevity but no loyalty, there's a problem. You can be in my family my whole life, and I'll be in your family. Y'all, Yo, we blood, just because there's longevity doesn't mean there's loyalty. Is there loyalty? Lo- what what is loyalty? It's not a cuss word. Like 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 when somebody struggles or when someone succeeds, loyalty shows up. At my worst, loyalty shows up at my best. Loyalty is is no reason no more. Still no reason no more. We got these phones. We, we got all of this stuff. You ain't even got to go over there. You can still touch somebody. We, you can still touch somebody without touching somebody. Like, like like you can still. It takes three seconds to say happy birthday. It takes eight seconds to say I was thinking about you. Like, you ain't that busy. <laughs> you, you just drifted. And I want to bring you back to center. When there's longevity and no loyalty, most times, and let's say in a friendship relationship, people will lean on the longevity. But longevity means nothing if it wasn't loyal. Longevity, without loyalty, is not some badge that you should put on your shirt. It's not something you should sew on. This shirt is kinda of tight in it, I know, I know. Lois, she she likes my arms. But, but that's a whole nother deal. But, 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 so, like, 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 we like to brag about how long we knew people, how long we've known people, but do we really know people? I want to take a moment. I, I wrote I wrote something down. I want to take a moment and really talk about being intentional. Like um, like, like really being intentional. Like, like my son died. This is his purpose, example. My son died. My son was murdered. My son was murdered, and every year. I know around his birthday, his between the time he was murdered and his birthday is 14 days apart. I know what that does to my family every year. So why do I act surprised every year when it happened? No, we're going to have his favorite meal. No, we're going to eat cereal. No, we're going to go on a trip. No, we're going to celebrate him. I know that time of year is coming every year. I got a gossip, sister. She always tell you, my birthday only comes once a year. She's famous. She does birthdays. She does. She don't miss nobody's birthday. She knows everybody's birthday. That's big for her. I I think I want to ask, like, how are you intentionally investing with your only living parent? How are you investing your time and your communication with your only living grandparent? What are you doing? What do you do for them or do with them? that you're gonna remember when they're gone, huh? What don't you do with them that you should be doing with them that you're gonna remember when they're gone? Do you know how blessed we are to be here after COVID and after everything that happened and we didn't went back to our old ways, tripping and slipping, not being intentional? Man, I, I know loved ones who lost their loved ones at a nursing home and they couldn't even go in there and touch them. But you you got to work overtime and all the time. You can't go nowhere. How, like, like, how can... You got to ask yourself this question while I'm talking. Like, how can I intentionally make moves to strengthen my relationship with my adult child? To strengthen my relationship with my sibling how have we gone so far off course i don't know who they dating i don't know where they live i don't know what they're doing like 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 what's up how can we begin to be more intentional you know how 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 can you invest in that relationship my my daughters were younger i would i would take them on a you know a daddy daughter date i would do intentional time, and I would try to say things that now they repeat back to me. About men, about relationships. All my kids, they know, I, I tell them all the time, relationships are everything to me. Some some things that bless my children, some things that bless my church, some things that bless my community is because somebody liked me. Somebody liked me. And because they like me, I was able to take the favor that they gave me and help somebody else. We have to be intentional in our relationships. We have to be honest. We can't expect people to uh, know how we feel about a particular thing that we didn't mention. Um, you know, you know. Um, a lot of times we're not honest. We don't listen. A lot of times either we're not honest or we don't listen. Right. So we're not honest, meaning we don't tell people how we really feel. Right? Or they don't listen. Like Bishop and Juice. Y'all remember Bishop and Juice? Remember Bishop and Juice? He just wanted to cut up, man. Couldn't nobody. Bishop got his first little 38, man, and could nobody tell him nothing. He was on a rampage. He thought he knew it all. Thought he had the juice. Like, uh, some, sometimes it's an internal deal. Like, uh, what was her name? Sophia. When she told the people, man, you told to to BB, man. <laughs> Listen, sometimes it's internal, but but either way we have to be honest. My my point is, people may listen, people may not, but we have to be honest in our relationships. Someone once said that an apology without change behavior is just another form of manipulation. So, apology is huge. Like apologizing is major. It's the it's the first step um um, it gives a person an opportunity to actually forgive you at the level they need to. Apology is, is major is necessary. It's, it's all that and it's, it's necessary because we all need to extend grace. We all need to give someone uh, else, uh a, another chance actually putting ourselves in that position because sometimes like i said before we've offended people and um we didn't do it intentionally we didn't even know we were offending them or we've hurt somebody at our core you ever you ever tripped off of and i'm i'm in a few you know organizations and and, and things of that that nature you ever think how somebody could be part of a sorority and a fraternity and they they'll fly way across the country for they sorrow? For they, for they, for they, line brother, and and then they they won't go across the road for they brother. <clears throat> like like, you ever thought about this stuff? Like 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 like, what is it that holds that so near and dear to me? But somebody that used to sleep at the foot of my bed, or vice versa, who who we would get me downs and wear each other clothes, we would we would drink out the same cup because mama didn't want us washing all the same dishes. Like like, how is it that? We don't forget that person, but but we take an oath to a sorority or a fraternity or this uh, group that we're so that's so sacred and near and dear to our hearts, and we can't be there. Hey hey, all this relationship stuff starts with with us being transparent. It starts with us uh, being honest. Um, uh, apologizing, but then not just apologizing, but changing that behavior. And we change the behavior by putting ourselves in the other person's shoes. We change the behavior by saying, hey, I struggle with that. I know what it is to to feel scared. I know what it is to be nervous. I know what it is. Here's a big one, especially for the men. I know what it is to deal with rejection. And I know what it took for you to even come at me or talk to me or approach me um, this way. Our relationship will begin to shift in the manner it needs to when we begin to apologize, when we begin to be intentional, when we begin to, to uh, uh, invest and, and begin to be honest about how we're feeling, even, check this out, if the situation is, makes us uncomfortable cause sometimes some things need to be addressed and sometimes the things that we address will make us feel uncomfortable i don't know where the drift is in your relationship i don't know if it's tight at home but it's tough with your siblings i don't know if it's tough and if if it's tight with your siblings but uh, there, there are some co-workers that, you you know, you got to work with these people. You see these people a lot. I don't know if it's a relationship with somebody in ministry, if you do that. But what I do know is that our relationships go through drifts. They go through ups and downs, highs and lows. And it would behoove you and myself, because I, I, I do life by relationship, it would make sense for us to make the necessary adjustments of uh, uh, a receiver and a quarterback they know if, if they've been together a while they have this chemistry they know where to put the ball he knows where to put it to where he knows how far his receiver can go up and 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 what his capacity is to go up and catch it and 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 I'll be transparent in my family I mean in my immediate family with with my marriage, with with my wife, I, I had to make some shifts. I had to make some shifts. I had to be intentional about my time with her. I, I, I had to be intentional about getting away with her. I had to be intentional about my prayer time with her. Every, every week, be, because some relationships in my family weren't the best, every week now I take a night and I sit on my patio and I try, I, try to, I try to I try to I try to sit on my patio at least once a week. And I try to call family members that don't live close, call family members that may live close, call family members that I wouldn't normally call. Because, oh, I'm busy or I'm over here, I'm over there, I, I begin to invest that time. And I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to start investing time. Begin to call that grandparent. Begin to call that person that's not going to be here forever. Begin to call people just to check on them and tell them that you love them and be sincere about it. Maybe maybe you have a damaged past, a damaged background and you just you know, you just want to cut your family off. Well, God didn't birth you into that family. If you to cut your family off, Here's where you log off, right? Because you don't want to hear this, right? But God didn't allow you to be in that family for you to be alone. I want to challenge you to invest. I want to challenge you to be honest. I want to challenge you to go apologize. I want to challenge you to forgive after they apologize. You forgive. All right. See you next time.